The coolest way to start your weekend. Introducing touch free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber, poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber, signing up to accept touch free payments for your business is easy. Touch free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. Today's episode is brought to you by Patreon. If you're interested in supporting the show, go to patreon.com slash joshuavelas and become a $2 backer today and get early access to the new episodes. I'll be leaving a link in the description down below, but for now, on to today's episode. You're listening to the Augment Experience Podcast. I'm your host, as usual, Josh Ravellis. I'm a student, musician, and a gamer at heart. Join me as I sit down every week to talk about all the latest news in the technology, business, and video game world. I hope you guys enjoy. Alright everybody, welcome back to the show. My name is Josh Ravellis, I am your host as usual, and obviously welcome back to the show. Today's episode 161 of the show, and before we get started, I'm going to do a bit of house cleaning quick, because, well, you guys know we like to do it around here, and it only makes sense that we do it, well, it's also my show, so I I always do it, but it's also because I like doing it, and it's just easy, you know, <laughs> it's an easy way to start the show off in a, well, I wouldn't say in a bright way, but it's just a good way to start the show overall, but... I do want to say thank you guys for coming back and listening to today's episode. It really does mean a lot to me. You guys constantly keep downloading these episodes. You keep sharing these episodes. You constantly keep letting me know how you feel, whether you're watching the video version and commenting on YouTube or you're listening to the audio versions on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you like to listen to your podcast, because there's plenty of ways to go listen to an audio version. But I do greatly appreciate you guys taking time of your day to listen to me and interact with me. And because, well, a lot of the topics on the show you guys vote on, so you guys interact with me in that way because well you you vote on the topic so you know but i do say thank you guys for everything i really do appreciate it i also want to say thank you guys we i think we're close to 2200 total downloads i saw the number kept going up so i don't have a final number right now but i do want to say thank you guys for that it really really does mean a lot to me they guys just keep downloading and keep sharing these episodes it really means a lot to me i also want to say thank you guys for you know, just being cool, being awesome. You guys are great. Obviously, thank you to the Patreon backers as well, because, well, you guys support the show. So I greatly appreciate you all. Thank you. And if you want to become a Patreon backer, you can obviously click the link down below that says Patreon (laughs) and become a Patreon backer today. You can either click the $2 tier to just generally support the show and get access to the Discord, or you can spend $5 a month and get early access to the episodes, which, hey, if you really like these episodes, then if you really want to just support me and get them early, then hey, go right ahead. But time to switch gears a little bit because we're doing a real talk today. And I pushed this back a little bit. Like, I'm just being honest. I'm actually recording this the day of because a lot of stuff came up in when I normally record the episode. But I do feel like it's important that we talk about this because it's something that I'm learning. And I want to share with you guys my progress that I made learning this but at the same time 
I also want to encourage you if you haven't taken those first steps or you are and you're, you know, going through it. And just so you know that I'm walking through it with you, but we're going to be talking about learning to be content with your life. That's such a very broad, big statement, because as someone mentioned, there's many ways you can interpret this and let's tackle some of that. And I want to mention this and preferences as look, what helps me be content with my life will probably not be the same thing for you. And that's okay. Everyone is unique in their own ways. We are all created to be unique, special, and all of us have our own unique quirks, kinks. And well, I realize that I just said kinks, but let's just put it as, you know, everyone is unique in their own way. <laughs> everyone is special. They have their own ticks and tocks. They're like intricate, intricate clocks that just constantly keep ticking but they're not all the same. But I did want to talk about this because to me, I have actually been learning how to be content for, I would say pretty much over a year now. And it's been challenging to say the least that I was somebody who I would say was heavily dependent on relationships I am being openly honest with myself and being openly being openly honest with you because I have no reason to lie. I'm not going to talk about struggles and talking about what people go through if I'm not willing to open up and just being honest about myself. And the reality is, yes, I feel like that's something that caused a lot of issues for me was being heavily dependent on relationships for joy and contentment. When that's not what it's supposed to be, because you're not supposed to be like so emotionally dependent on someone or specifically another human being, because human beings were imperfect. We make mistakes. We're going to screw up always, whether you believe it or not, you are not an exemption to the rule. Your partner is not an exemption to the rule. It's great that you feel happy around your partner. But that doesn't mean your partner should be the center of your joy, because that's a recipe for disaster. And it leads to so many issues down the line because you're trying to put all this hope and put all this aspiration on someone that cannot live up to that standard. And in my case, I was doing that. And I realized that, hey, Bucko, you're doing something wrong. And it's okay to be wrong. There's nothing wrong. Like, I know some people say, well, how can you be wrong in life? Like, everybody has a different life. Everyone's unique. Like, not everything is the same. Well, yes, everyone's life is different. But it doesn't mean there's still, that there's not universally unhealthy habits that exist. Which, spoiler alert, that's one of them. Being overly dependent on a partner. Like, yes, it's fine that you want to spend time with them, enjoy the company. But don't put them at the center of your life because that's a recipe for disaster. And in the case of, you know, me being a Christian, we believe that God is the center of everything, that we believe that to find true contentment, to find true joy, you have to be willing to trust God in every situation and let him be the center of your life. And that's well, very hard for a lot of people. I'm not pretending it's easy for me. Like, it's hard. <laughs> like, I'm pretty stubborn. I like to do things at my own pace. I like to do things my own way. And then I realized time and time again, like, hey, bud, there's a reason why they always fail. It's because you're not perfect. That's because you're doing it for the wrong reasons. 
and the big man upstairs is saying no and that was hard personally because i in the process of learning to be content i have to learn what it actually means to be content for me like yes in my case i do believe that the contentment can be found in christ because christ is the only one who is perfect he's the only one that can satisfy you and meet your needs and exceed your expectations because he is perfect he will never make a mistake because if you say that god is all-knowing but he doesn't understand you then that's a contradiction that that's a contradiction that's a logical fallacy because he if he is perfect and he knows everything you cannot say that he doesn't know you because that's a contradiction and that doesn't exist with someone who's perfect but one of my mentors told me this josh you have to learn to be content when it's just you and god or you'll never be content when there's someone else there because you won't be able to cherish someone if you aren't truly happy with who you are and comfortable in your own skin that you aren't re- that you don't really know who you are when the reality is your partner is going to be the same way they don't really know who they are and i know for me being honest that was hard it was hard hearing that because i really want a partner and it's difficult when someone has to tell you hey bud you're not ready for it you don't know what it means to truly be with somebody and i know people tell me josh you're a smart guy but I also acknowledge that, yes, I don't know everything. I'm not going to stand here and pretend that I know everything, that I'm this all-knowing being that has infinite knowledge and infinite resources. But the reality is I'm just a college kid inside of a college dorm room that is recording a YouTube show and recording a podcast. (laughs) Like, I'm not this super special like living in luxury style like i'm not driving a rolls royce i don't have a rolex on my wrist i don't have like five different phones on me every like i don't i'm just little little me (laughs) but when it talks about being content it's different for everybody i know like some people like to say that yes there's this whole southern stir-fried uh bible belt version of it but i don't believe in that I believe that, yes, contentment is only found in Christ and in Christ alone. But you have to know what makes you content, like what strives you to be more content that encourages and builds your relationship with Christ. And I feel like that's something that's very important is because for me, something that I always like to do that helps me go forward and push forward in life and helps me to strive better and strive for more is my drive to help people. I've told people this multiple times that. I did engineering, specifically engineering, because engineering was a platform to help people. I did not really care so much about the pay. I didn't care so much about uh, understanding how a circuit works and all this other crap. But to me, it was the aspect of helping someone who needed help and that I had the tools and the understanding to help them, that I was willing to help and serve others. And that's what I felt for a long time push me forward to be a better engineer. But I realized that as time went on, especially doing engineering, that I wasn't happy doing it or that I wasn't content doing it because it, it wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. And for a lot of people, they're like, they come to that same realization as, Hey, 
maybe I'm doing what I'm not supposed to be doing. That I'm supposed to be here, but I'm over here. And that's a realization that I came to was, yes, I started to become so focused on grades. I started to become so focused on just passing the class and the goal or the aspiration and what made me content with life, which is helping people was starting to become blurry. And that was a problem because that was me not being true to myself. So I decided, look, maybe this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe there's something else that I'm supposed to be doing. And I came to the realization that, hey, business, marketing, is where I'm supposed to be at. And that's where I'm at now, where now I'm doing marketing and I'm actually content. I like what I'm doing. Yes, is it much simpler compared to engineering? Obviously, that we're not going to pretend that it isn't. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't have its own complexities, that it doesn't have its own things that need to be understand. And for a lot of people, they don't understand that. They just think, oh, he took an easier major. He, he couldn't handle it. No, everyone is unique in their own ways. Everyone understands things differently. Not everyone will have the same understanding of things. But for me, the goal was always to help people. That is always what makes me content. It's what helps me to grow in my relationship with Christ is being more selfless and being more willing to serve and serve others. And I know everyone always uses this, like this JFK quote, like to death, let's not Let's not beat around the bush where it's like, it's not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And I know a lot of people always like saying that quote, cause it sounds cool, but I will say that there's a reason that I take that a little bit to heart because the whole point is to help others is to serve, to be willing to serve and not be served because that is the example that Christ has set for us as the church is to be willing to serve, to be selfless, to be willing to lay down everything for someone else, even if it doesn't make sense. And that is something that I'm learning more and more as I'm on this journey to be content with my life and really get to know more about who I am. And I know for a lot of people that's difficult because a lot of people have been through stuff, man. I'm not going to pretend like you watching or listening to this show haven't been through a lot of crap yourself. Maybe you've gone through a breakup. Maybe you've gone through a divorce. Maybe you lost your house. You lost a family member. You lost an animal. You lost something that was near and dear to you. And I can't tell you, hey, man, you'll be fine because that's not fair. That's not that's not loving. I can't tell you how to grieve. I can't tell you how to think about things. But what I can do is encourage you and be there and listen and provide help and support and be like, yes, when you need someone to talk to, I'm here. And for me, that's what makes me content. That's what helps me grow in my relationship with Christ. And this whole idea of learning to be content is learning, Josh, what drives you to love Christ more? And I know for me, it just comes down to helping people that I always tell people that I genuinely care so much about others, even to the point that it doesn't make sense. And I think it's funny because I think that's like, maybe it's just me being a little bit more like my grandmother where I never understood why, like I've said this multiple times where I never understood why my grandmother always said precious child to me even after all the stupid mistakes that I made. 
but I remember that my grandmother was a very loving person. She was very kind. She was very patient. And it's interesting because I asked my mother this question and asked, why did, I don't understand why my grandmother always said that. And my mom said, that's just how your grandmother was. But I fired back. Like it was something that was like, it just came out that it needed to be said to my mom that she needed to hear that. And I told her, what is stopping us from being like that? Why can't we all be like that? Look at the difference that it makes. And it brought my mom to tears because she had a, I would say, come to Jesus moment where she realized, hey, he's right. What am I doing? And it makes you think, yeah, what am I doing? And I know for me, after the whole thing where I had to go through a breakup and things like that, and learning to be okay with being single because for a long period of time, I always thought being single was a curse. I always thought that it wasn't fair that it was happening to me, that that wasn't fair because everyone always tells me, Josh, you're great. You're such a lovable guy. You're very sweet. You're kind. But that was always the thing that irked me was that but. And on some levels, it still does. I'm not going to pretend like it doesn't. I'm human, you know, but it's something like that where it makes you reflect. I need to be okay when it's just me and God by myself. Like I need to be okay and content when it's just me and God, because he, if I believe as a believer that he is able to provide the, the food for birds, fishes, that these animals never have to worry about food or how to get it. Do I think that what makes me think that he's not going to take care of me when he takes care of them so well, he takes care of all the animals so well. And what makes me think that he won't take care of me, especially as someone who is viewed as his child. There's a reason why the scriptures, I think it's in Jeremiah one where it talks about like every good gift comes from above. God does not make mistakes. Everything has its time. Everything has its place. Everything has a reason for why it happens. The only thing that you have to be okay with is you might never know that reason why things happen. There's a reason it happened, but you have to learn to be okay to believe in someone that doesn't have to give you an explanation for anything. You don't ask God why he did what he did. You can't do that. Because he can do whatever he wants. He made everything. Everything belongs to him. Everything is under his control. But his will is perfect because it always has your best in mind. Just like what every parent does, you know? Every parent only wants his best for their kids. Sometimes, yes, parents can be hard. Parents can be jerks. They can tough love. And some parents probably shouldn't even be in the position they're in. But the reality is, like, innately, parents do care about their kids in some way or fashion. That doesn't mean that that can't be distorted. That doesn't mean that can't be twisted, but that's just the reality of things. But in my case, it's that whole idea of learning to be content is such a fascinating thing because yeah, some people say, well, you need to learn to be uh, content by going to the gym, working out, being slim and fit. Or some people are like, well, try to eat better and you'll be more content with your life. Or you'll see all these people throw around all this bull crap. 
of what you need to do when in reality you need to ask yourself what makes me content don't listen to what other people tell you ask yourself this question what makes you content focus on yourself do a little bit of introspection because like i said everyone is different will make someone content with their life and helps them to strive and do better is probably not the same thing that's going to help you bud i'm just being honest with you it's not it's different for everybody but it's understanding that difference is understanding that yes it's okay that sure what makes me content doesn't make other people content that's okay it's not supposed to be but it's okay because it's supposed to be unique for you because it's your life and that's the reality of it is you have to figure it out on your own that doesn't mean that someone won't be there to encourage you and help you along the way but this is something that you have to do on your own. Your mom and dad ain't going to be holding your hand across, like all your life. Your friends aren't always going to be there. You have to learn to make some of these choices on your own. And this is one of them. I don't know where you're at in life, what stage of life you're at. But it doesn't matter what stage you're at. You're going to have to learn this lesson regardless. It's just, do you want to learn now? Or do you want to learn later when it's a little bit more difficult? Do you want to learn the easy way? Or do you want to learn the hard way? And that is always something that has always been challenging, you know, is the difference with learning the easy way and learning the hard way. Because I feel like there's a lot of times where I've learned the hard way and I've been stubborn and been stuck in my own ways where I think that I'm right, but I'm not. It's called being humble, guys. It's called being more willing to be served or really be willing to serve more than you wanting to be served. Because human nature wants you to be served rather than serve. The message of the gospel is serve others rather than being served. Take care of others and then, you know, take care of yourself. Put the needs of others first before yourself to be selfless, to be humble rather than being proud and being selfish. And this is something that I've had to learn. I had to learn what it's like to really know the real me and i'm figuring out little by little that doesn't mean i have it all figured out i'm not gonna pretend like i do but i'm working on it and i'm going to encourage you along the way like hey we're all human yeah we're not running the same race all of our races are different it'd still be nice to have someone walk run that race with you you know but that's really all i got i really wanted to talk about this today because I just felt that it was necessary, that it was appropriate. And I hope this encouraged you. I hope it encouraged some of you guys. If it did, then great. Let me know. You can click the like, dislike button on this. doesn't really matter. But I really do appreciate you guys taking time of your day to listen to this episode. Again, I apologize that it was a little bit later than usual. But I love you guys to death. Please continue to be safe. Please continue to take everyone around you. Don't do anything dumb, guys. Like, granted, there's only going to be one episode this week because I have multiple interviews. But I thank you guys for everything. You guys are great. You guys are wonderful. I love you guys. Please continue to be safe. Take care of those around you. Please continue to be mindful and respectful to people around you because let's be honest, the world is still weird and crazy. So let's just try to be nice and respectful towards everyone. But please take care, guys. Be safe. Have yourselves a safe weekend. Love you guys. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.
Hey there. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day and listening to today's episode. If you're interested in supporting the show, whether it be financially, clicking the follow button, or just sharing the episode, it all works for me, guys. Thank you guys so much for your time, and I love you guys to death. Now more than ever, it's critical that customers find accurate information about your business. Local Works by Yahoo Small Business makes it easy to add, edit, and publish business information across 70-plus local directories from a single dashboard. Ensure your business is found with Local Works and save 10% today by using code LWPODCAST. Visit yahoosmallbusiness.com slash local to find out more. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. No commercials here. Download episodes of previous shows. Introducing Peacock, the new free streaming service from NBC Universal. It's hit movies, current shows, live sports, trending bits, and timeless hits. And that's why you can't not watch. Peacock, watch for free, upgrade for more. Stream now at PeacockTV.com. Law and Order SVU streaming now. All right, here we go. You guys ready? Yes. All right, episode 19 is upon us. Put them in the middle. Three, two, one. Light them up. You were meant to be here tonight. This is your time. Their time? It's over. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. Well, well, well. So we meet again. This is episode 19 of Uncle Ted's Shed. And you know the deal. If it's a Friday night, you want to be hanging out inside Uncle Ted's Shed. Welcome to a brand new podcast show that everybody seems to be jumping on board for. If you want to reach out to us, you always can. Email us at UncleTedCigarShed at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Uncle Ted's Shed. Or, of course, tweet us at Uncle Ted's Shed as well. My name, I'm Greg T. What's happening? hot stuff. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. In front of me, I got my one, me only, my compadre. We got GK Money in the house. Yeah, hello America. And of course, we could not make this podcast possible without the one, the only, my true uncle, the man who's got the name on the show. It is Uncle Ted, chairman of the board. And that is how we begin episode 19 like we do every single episode. Thank you very much for hanging out with us, guys. Again, reach out to us. Email us because we always answer the emails on tonight's show. Here's what's coming up tonight. We go inside, of course, the Uncle Ted Cigar Lounge. We're going to talk about some new cigars that we're all trying. Also, we've got a guest on the show from the hit TV show, My Feet Are Killing Me. There you go. Thank you very much for the TLC from the TLC show, My Feet Are Killing Me. It is Dr. Brad will be stopping by. We will announce the winner of uh, our contest that we ran a couple of weeks ago. We're giving away an amazing gift. What happened? Did I win? Well, we got a grand package from Ashton Cigars. Yes, we do. It's a it consists of cocktail glasses. They call them rock glasses. A beautiful uh, La Caroma de Cuba 
ashtray. It's a That's beautiful right. oval mm. glass ashtray. Yep. As well as a uh, La Caroma La Aromor. What did he just say? I don't know. Some gibberish. I can't understand him. Yeah, we got to. You know what? Let me tell you something. I'm glad you just stumbled on those words. For a couple of weeks, we've been talking about getting somebody in there that can really tell us how to pronounce some of these, you know, Latin words. And I, I said, we. You even keep reminding Rosetta me, Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Rosetta Stone. <laughs> we got to get Rosetta Stone. Or Carolina. Here. Or Carolina Bermuda. Yeah, Carolina. Where is Carolina Bermuda when you need her? Right. That right. we need her to help us right. out. Let's call her. Nowhere to be found. We got to get Carolina Bermudez on the yes. show with us to help us out as well. That'll be a lot of fun. So the third gift is the La yes. Roma de Cuba right. humidor. It's a beautiful humidor. Yeah. Uh, we ran a cool contest, and the contest was you were able to look inside the actual shed that we broadcast from, and we put something out that was a little bit peculiar, and one person had those eagle eyes that? and spotted that thing that was peculiar. There, there, look. What is that? What is that? Also, we got a great topic tonight. The topic is... Illegal dumping. Illegal dumping. Uncle Ted Not in the fall either. That's right, GK. Not Because no, T will... Hone in on that and do illegal dumping, <laughs> illegal dumping in his toilet bowl. I will show up to your house, and when you're not looking, I will do an illegal dump, and I will walk away without flushing. That's yeah. not what we're talking about, though, tonight. Correct. We're talking about really illegal dumping. So Uncle Ted's got a big uh, issue with somebody, so he's going to mention that. We're going to go inside the comedy club. We have another Today in History. You know, it's so funny because we call it Today in History, but it's really a week in history. Correct. A so, week in history, yep. The way we, we used to start off the show, we kind of forgot and we got away with it, but we'd always go around the uh, shed here and pick out a fun movie, whether it's action-packed or whether it's a comedy, but you know what? We pick out a movie that's a guy movie, something that you're mm-hmm. sitting there with your girlfriend and she goes, I don't want to watch that. Well, that's what we watch inside Uncle Ted's shed. So tonight's movie is, guys, Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Let's do it. Eddie Murphy is a Detroit cop. So we just hit start. I paid $3.99 to rent this sucker. We have six witnesses that say you broke in and started tearing up the place, then jumped out the window. Uh, we definitely could use a sponsor on board, so I wouldn't have to worry about, uh, you know, uh, renting it. How you doing? Look, you hear this song? Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop. Imagine our kids watched it. They'd be right. like, what, is, what are you guys watching? You guys are weird. <laughs> Look at that Pontiac. Right? Yeah. That is something else. All right, guys, so that's what we're doing. So tonight's movie, Inside Uncle Ted's Shed, is Beverly Hills Cop 1 from 1984. Look at the way the guy's dressed. That's great. Look at the way they look on TV. He's all pimped out. Oh, yeah. Dude, this movie is so old, but a classic movie at that. So we'll do that. All right, guys, so without any further ado, let's head right on into it. And let's jump into tonight's Cigar Lounge. Hey, you know what? I think we're going to start it off with you, uh, T. What are you smoking? Why me? Yeah, no, you go first. You always surprise us with your smoking. Ladies and gentlemen, I am smoking... A Liga. Tonight's Liga is brought to you by Greg T, who loves Liga so much. Tonight's Liga is a Liga number nine. Wow. Not not a 52. Not a 52. Graduated. Listen, it is what it is. I I mean, again, I cannot cannot say it enough to you guys that I love my Ligas. So look, I, I think it was an earlier episode that I said, if I'm able to come out and have a cigar once a week, then you know what? I'm going to treat myself to a good cigar, and my good cigar is Liga. Smoke whatever makes you happy. Happy. Yeah. Smoke what you think our listeners would make you happy. Would this, make them happy. The Liga makes me happy. It really does. We don't it's, want you grumpy. <laughs> right. Listen, it's it's a good cigar. It's a rich cigar. Maybe if I have a cigar during the week, I can have like a something different. And I'll let you know what I thought a about smaller it. smaller cigar. Oh, okay. yeah. How's it that? burns 20, 25 minutes. That's what I'm... Exactly. Okay. But if I'm going to come here on a Friday night, you want it. I'm going to have my cigar, my, my gotcha. Liga. So Beautiful. why don't we do that going forward? If I have one like on a Tuesday night, it's out of nowhere, and it's a little one, I will jot down a couple of notes about the cigar that I had, and I'll bring it to the uh, podcast on Friday. Don't do us any favors, Kanish. 
That's perfect. Good. That's perfect. perfect. While like I smoke that. my Liga. Very yep. good. So, uh, <laughs> GK, we're going to go right to you. What do you there smoke? There we go. You know what? I'm becoming like Greg T. Oh. Which I'm, I'm, I'm going to change, though, but I am smoking <laughs> the Acid Blondie cigar. It's a smaller cigar. It's just a great taste, but I am going to start moving on from that. Yeah, that's a Jewish state cigar. Yeah, because I don't want you labeling me, Uncle Ted, like uh, your nephew. Yeah. But why do you think that's happening, Uncle Ted, for real? You've done a lot of research on cigars. Why do you think a man gravitates to the same cigar? I think for you, it's like your first love. There's a lot of fish in the sea. It's always darkest before. There's a lot of cigars out in the sea, mm-hmm. but you've locked in on one. That's right. I'm in love with this A lot one. of women out in the sea, yeah, right. but you locked into one. You know, it's like a pizza place. You right. go back to the same pizza place because you like it, right? There you, you go. enjoy it. You look forward to on a Friday night, That's your right. pizza place, whatever it may be. Right. He's right. It brings Luigi's you enjoyment. Pizza, right. Whatever. Right. It brings you enjoyment. You feel comfortable with it. Right. And, right. and you know it's not going to let you down. You feel like you're at home. Right. Correct. It's comfort for me. I'm more refined now. But sometimes oh. the excitement oh, does come. It, it, it comes inside with uh, my whiskey. If I try a different whiskey. Oh, like what, this, what are you drinking tonight? Okay. Very good. So tonight I'm drinking Angel's Envy tonight. It's a little less expensive than what I used to drink, the Glenfiddich 21. What we used to drink. What we used to drink, right? Because I can't afford that all the time. So I have an Angel's Envy tonight, and I really enjoy it. I think Angel's Envy, it's priced at around $50, and uh, it's, it's, it's not a bad buy, and I think it's really delicious. I like that when you pour it out, there's actual Angel's Wings on the backside of the bottle. So as you drink it, you actually see these Angel Wings come alive. I think it's very cool. I like the way they designed the, the bottle. So well, now, know, T, are you turning to religion to save you? Oh, my God, no. You're talking to the wrong you're guy. you're a sinner. I am a sinner. Matter of, fact, matter of fact, it's Lent season if you're Catholic. It's Lent season leading up to Easter. How much meat did you eat today? I had a burger at McDonald's with oh. bacon. I have sinned against you, my Lord. And I've even had and some it, prosciutto on my uh, pizza a, today. Listen, and a Diet Coke. And a Diet Coke. And I would ask that your precious blood would wash and cleanse every stain. Of yeah, course. Right, so right. you have a double cheese, double quarter pounder with cheese and a Diet Coke. And a large fry. And a large fry. I yell at people at the drive-thru when they order it. Yeah, with l- you Diet Coke. You fat bastard. Why don't you order a regular Coke? You know, you're right. I don't know why I get a Diet Coke. Why I'm do people get that? Di- you. No, you're right. Though. But you're- why do people get Diet Cokes when they're right. going to, you know, you're going to eat fat. So why are you getting a Diet Coke? So I asked a friend of mine yeah. who's been drinking Diet Cokes for yeah. 40 years. Yeah. He says when he goes to a regular Coke. Right. Even though he used to enjoy it, but now it's like too Too syrup, sugary. Too, yeah, too syrupy. Uh, so. That is what it is for me. For With a Diet Coke, I don't, I get less of that syrup, less of that sugar flavor. You know what? I started trying because I go to therapy and on my way to therapy is Wendy's. Yeah. Oh. The Wendy's breakfast is phenomenal. Really? They're real eggs. They're not battered. And I get like the uh, bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. Delicious. Really? Blows, blows McDonald's away. Wow. And you know, Wendy's... Blows they, them away. They never used to sell uh, breakfast. No, this no, is no. new. But any the bacon, egg, and cheese croissant with Swiss cheese, delicious. Really? Wow. Delicious. I never thought I'd say that, but Wendy's breakfast is by far the best. Sir, listen to what you're saying. You know, I wonder, though, which is the best fast food breakfast there is. Because didn't you say a couple of weeks ago to me that, was it Chick-fil-A? They have Chick-fil-A, some kind of great breakfast? Great 
uh, hash brown bowl with chicken and eggs. Right. Delicious. I did not know that. You know, I really appreciate you guys asking me what I'm smoking. Well, I'm so sorry, Uncle Ted. Where are our manners, GK? I mean, come on now. You I know. Ask your he's, buddy. He's been sp- he's been speaking so much. We <laughs> yes. don't we know we don't yeah, know. Yeah. Go ahead, Uncle Ted. I'm well, sorry. I'm having a La Roma de Cuba, handmade, medium to full bodied cigar. Haven't you had that cigar before? Well, yeah, it's becoming. Uh-huh. It's, this is becoming my go to cigar. I really enjoy it. So how? Why rank on me well, in because GK money? But you yourself are smoking the same cigar. Well. Well, that's true. Uh, and yeah, well, because say, I bought yeah. 10 of them. That's why. So I have to. <laughs> buy, buy five, get five free. <laughs> Chairman of the board. All right. And Uncle Ted, what about the infused? We, you're blown over that. Did, yeah. Did, did you smoke them all? Yeah. What be honest. Now? Come on. Be honest. Wait. We're, we're waiting for a sponsor so we can talk about it during our podcast. Oh, oh. Now we're waiting for a sponsor. Well, you can go get anybody to sponsor. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're looking for somebody, an alcohol company, to sponsor our infusion of cigars. And we're going to taste it and smoke it with their uh, their alcohol infused. I, I love that idea. All right. all right. So, on that note, we exit the uh, Uncle Ted Cigar Lounge. Hey, listen, guys, if you guys want to reach out to us, you can always email us at UncleTedCigarShed at gmail.com. Instagram us uh, on Uncle Ted Shed and uh, also tweet us at Uncle Ted's Shed as well. But tonight, before we move on any further, we do have a guest on with us tonight. So we invite into the Uncle Ted Cigar I Lounge like, like. the one, the only from I the like, hit like. TV show on TLC I from like, My like. Feet Are Killing Me. Ladies I and like, gentlemen, I and I mean ladies because you, you seem to be throwing yourselves at this man it is dr brad from the network that brought you dr pimple popper comes a new series all about feet you really don't realize how much value your feet have until they become painful 75 percent of americans will experience some type of foot ailment in their lifetime so dr brad before we really dive into the thick of everything why don't you give my uncle ted and gk money a little bit of a, a background of like how does a guy go from being a normal teenage kid and all of a sudden you're going to college then all of a sudden you're a doctor and now all of a sudden you're on TV. Yeah, so I'm from a small town in uh, Pennsylvania. It's called Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. I grew up very modestly. Uh, my dad was a lineman, so basically, you know, he climbed the electrical poles, took care of things when it was in a storm, when we had power outages. God bless uh, the unions. My, <laughs> oh my gosh, my dad, my dad killed it. I got my whole work ethic, you know, from him. My mom, she was a stay-at-home mom, and she just hustled too. You know, I basically grew up my whole life knowing, you know, what hard work was and wound up going to a small school in Florida to play baseball. Um, once I got out of that, I didn't know where I was going to go. I knew I always wanted to be in medicine, but I'm a Northeast guy and you know, at heart. And uh, I knew that Temple uh, had a really good podiatry program. And from playing all these sports, I always had ankle and foot issues. So I always had to get right back up the, you know, on the horse again. And there were many times where I wanted to stop. How do you get a gig on on TLC. Yeah, because it that, sounds like a lot that, of fun. All yeah. of a sudden, you're a doctor, and then you're on TV. GK yeah. Money, don't you want to get on TV like tomorrow? I, I would love that. Yeah. So then uh, you just, what, click your heels, and all of a sudden, you're on TV. Hit the gym, flex some muscles, and smile a little bit. That's <laughs> T- T- T's right. been doing that for 30 years. He's still making it on TV. But ha- yeah. how'd you make it, Dr. Brad? So once I did the whole Instagram thing and you know started gaining some followers, this guy, Eugene Young from Renegade Productions, California, just randomly hit me up. Hey, we would you like to film a pilot about podiatry? Mm-hmm. And this was this was right on the heels of Dr. Pimple Popper, right? Oh, God. So, I, yeah. And I guess everyone was kind of just looking at, like, what's the next thing? Like, feet, 
um, you know, whatever, boobs. Boobs would be you nice. Know, you, <laughs> no, I said yes, and I, I thought I would never hear from this guy again because I didn't think feet would resonate, you know, like they do. But people have an issue and a thing with feet. Well, let's see. Dr. Brad, in a show of hands here in the shed, uh, who who here likes feet? Anybody? I like my feet to get, yeah, to get like, me where I go. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Is it, do you like do you like your feet or do you like feet in general? If no. you see people the way they wear like those oh. sandals and stuff, and, no. oh, it's gross. <laughs> All right, so go ahead, Dr. Brad. Continue. Go ahead. Right, but, yeah, um, after, after that, the, the pilot was filmed, and we hit the ground running. They, they came out with some really interesting cases that some I've never seen before. Some were the most extreme. Some almost made you cry. And this show really shows the behind the scenes. And I'm telling you, man, it's, it's really it's really interesting. So how do you select the patients that you perform? Is it TLC selecting them or are you? Yeah, yeah. Re- uh, Renegade Productions has, has a team that casts. It's like a casting call. Um, and people hit, hit them up to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lot of patients that come into my office, you know, now knowing, you know, what the show is. Well, you know, G- GK, GK Money is raising his hand right now. And it's, I, GK, you have a foot problem? Not not yet. Well, yeah, you, but, you got, yeah, what do you have? Come on. Uh, come so on, show ha- them. Show those tootsies. Oh, boy. Oh, you don't want to see these dogs. Uh, so yeah. how has uh, being on the, on the show changed your business? In New Jersey, you know, right around where you guys have been Gataway in Hillsboro, I work at a practice called Family Foot and Ankle Specialist. And, you know, we were busy before and it really grew since the show. It's been a, it's been a true blessing. I mean, you know, so much so that I'm going to be opening up a practice in New York City, uh, which I'm super pumped about. This is the first time I'm even speaking about this to anybody. Have Greg yeah. G be the first patient and we could film it. What exactly. about a road trip yeah, to sir. New York and Dr. Yes. Brad, we could all... Put our feet out and no. Dr. Uh, Brad. Dr. And we Brad, could, you got to have us. Uncle Ted Shed, we got to come in there and yes. show you our feet. I got bunions. I got bunions, bro. You're invited. Or I got new episodes. Surgery at Uncle Ted's Shed. Ooh, can you do it here? <laughs> can you do it here? Oh, my oh God. yeah. Man, I don't, I don't know legally if that would work out, but we know, we, we'll, we'll envision it. We'd have to go to his office, and then we'll set up the whole waiting room, Uncle yeah. Ted's Shed. You know, I got some limb pruners in my shed, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> At Community Coffee, we've been making great tasting coffee for over 100 years. But what makes us different isn't just how long we've been around. It's how far we're willing to go in pursuit of the perfect cup. We select only the finest beans and use over four generations of family roasting experience to give you the richest, most delicious coffee around. Find Community Coffee at your local grocery store or visit communitycoffee.com to order some today. Whatever you're funny, Peacock's got it exclusively. Bears beats The Office on Peacock. Stream every moment from Dunder Mifflin and explore bonus extras and exclusives. Plus, if you're looking for more classic hits, you can stream every episode of Parks and Recreation, Two and a Half Men, and every season of SNL. In the mood for something brand new? Check out Peacock's original comedies, The Amber Ruffin Show, and Saved by the Bell. Whether you're craving a new binge or familiar fave, you can find tons of comedy hits on Peacock. Get started for free at PeacockTV.com. What are those nail clippers? Yeah. Oh, no, those are hedge trimmers. You could, you could do my bunions like that, man. Hey, man. Wow. I have a question about bunions, for, for sure. real. Yeah. My question about bunions oh. is this. So it's hereditary on my mother's side, right? Everybody's had them, but nobody got them fixed. But now it is absolutely killing me, right? It really hurts. Like, oh. to put my foot inside boots, it hurts. So would you be able to fix bunions? That's one of the main things that we do. You know, anything from bunions to hammer toes to ankle fractures or really? Achilles rupture. 
numbers. And you're yeah. gonna you're gonna look at them and diagnose them, and we are going to comment, yes. me and Uncle Ted, and that yes. is going to yeah. be a phenomenal show. We'll do Instagram live and everything, right? We'll go live from from his office. Right. Show him my bunions, yeah. dude. That's we'll a hit. We'll do diagnosis. We'll do diagnosis. We're, that, we got to do it. And you know what, Doctor Brad, you got to get gonna knock, We're gonna knock you out. We're yeah. gonna knock you out and take the bunion off. Dude, we gotta Let's do it. Do it. Let's Dr. Do it. Dr. Right, Brad, yeah. you gotta give me and Uncle Ted the the, the we scrubs and everything. That's no gonna be a kidding. great, great show. For real, we gotta figure that yeah. out how we can make that done. I don't know who we gotta talk to. Dr. Brad. Our producers, who we gotta work this out with. Let's but this do would it. be You're great right. to do the live thing <laughs> yeah. and we do our show, we do our yes. podcast. Yes, as he's sur- doing surge on my bunions. Yes, let's oh, do it. I would love do it. it. Oh, we gotta let's do it. I would love to fix your bunions. Oh boy. Hey Doc, I got a question for you. What's the most complicated surgery you had to perform good question uh yeah great question uh in residency um i had a patient that had an infection of the skin and when i tell you it was it was a it was a flesh-eating bacteria called necrotizing fasciitis and oh my god guys i've never seen anything like it you could literally put your your hand and arm through the first layer of the skin Mm. because it eats away at that dead layer. So you need to get that all off. And when I tell you, like, I almost had my hand up to my elbow in there trying to free up. I'm going to throw up some Mm. of the area. Who is this man? It was so mind-blowing. I felt so bad for the lady. Wow. Wow. Man, it probably kills me. Oh, that is disgusting. My question, uh, Dr. Brad, is, you know, when somebody comes in to see you and they're like that, don't you wonder, like, at which point did they say, I should go get this fixed? I mean, they, they had to see right. this coming. This yeah. wasn't like they woke yeah. up one morning You're and all right. of a sudden their feet were falling off with skin function. That's sure. disgusting. Fear, embarrassment shame and you know with and i i always say this too it's like you can you can put a sock and a shoe on and the world thinks you're cold you know once you take your socks and shoes off you know you you could literally open up pandora's box and since it's one part of our body that's able to be covered up by multiple layers People just set it and forget it. What was that like a? That's a George. What was that like a cooking yeah. commercial? Cooking set it and forget it. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Okay, so you're with me there. Right. I love that. That's great. You know, it's probably not a surprise to you, but you know, your show is shocking to watch. Have have you? Oh yeah. <laughs> have, totally. you, have you even seen things that are even shocking for you as a doctor? Mm-hmm. So season two, episode one. I never saw tree man syndrome before. The what? The what? And if anybody what, wants to look that up, what is that, Doctor Brad? Season two, the Tree Man Syndrome. There was one case in Indonesia. Do you guys have computers in the shed? Yeah, we yeah. do. Yeah, All right, look it up. Tree Man Syndrome. The the, the what? Tree Man. I got syndrome. It. I got show it. me. Show yeah. me. Show me. Show me. Look, look at these guys with their these are fingers. No freaking way, dude. Yeah, look. No way. Way. Yeah. yeah. What? Look at this. Shut up. Holy! Listen, right now, you guys listen great. to our podcast. That's right now, crazy. we got Doctor Brad on with us from uh, my my feet are killing me from the uh, TLC network, That's and crazy. we are looking something right now on my uncle's Google. It's called Tree Man Syndrome, and it's hard for us to explain. Looks like on every part of the body that. Can oh happen, my God! Right? You, we are well, going to post hands, some pictures here on feet, Instagram, but you got to see this. Wow! This is unbelievable. I have wow. never. That's a real. Those are real fingers, bro. Yeah. So, Doc, yeah. what, what do you yeah. do when you yeah, encounter what do you do with this? That? It's a great question, right? You only go into medical school reading about this, and you know, 
your books and you take tests on it. And then it's like, oh, you're really, it's so rare. You never see it. That's something that I remember reading. I'm like, I'll probably never see that. It's like one in, you know, well, 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 you said the guy was from Indonesia. So you probably don't see it too much in the U.S., right? Well, I, I don't know geographically where it would be more common, but that guy, if you're pulling up the one that I think about was from Indonesia. Yeah. And uh, the, the guy that um, Dr. Ebony treated, right. uh, what was really amazing about the story is he was so, uh, you know, cool, humble. Um, he had a girlfriend that just loved him endlessly. Oh my you know, God. although he had that issue, she still loved him. And was he, when he was in surgery, you know, you could really see the emotion and love that these two right. had for each other. So, right. you know, it's just, it, it was inspiring for me because just seeing this guy go through this, wasn't letting it get him down, still had a girlfriend. They had that love and that bond that most of us, you know, sometimes look our whole lives for. Behold me. I'm yours. Lovey-dovey. But he says you know, that's so, treatable. He said that's treatable. Wow. And, I mean, and, Dr. Brad, we're looking at these pictures right now. Yeah. And you can hear it in my voice. I am really humbled just by looking at the pictures. Yeah, and you're sure. saying that's treatable. There's no way. So, we, we need to count so our blessings every day, right? Wow. So, buddy, it's manageable. It's only manageable. Oh, manageable. So that wow. is manageable. That's something that will <laughs> you know continue to come back. But uh, from what we know, it can be managed. Um, not cured. I've got nothing left to say. Nothing left to say. Yeah, no, it's, there's, there's a lot of stuff, man. You have foot fungus, you know, and toenail fungus that li- literally is almost like Guinness Book or World Record style where they kind of roll out. You know, there's corns on people's feet where, you know, it's almost like they're walking on rocks. Right. Um, you, there's a guy coming up later that the whole bottom of his foot looks like, you know, the bottom of a boat um, with barnacles and stuff. Wow, that is something. <laughs> That's something. They've really found a lot of patients that are in dire need of help. And finally, I think these patients are realizing that there's an outlet. And to them, it's the show. And then, you know, we can right. treat them there. So you got two successful seasons on TLC there under your belt of uh, My Feet Are Killing Me. And now you made the move to New York City with your own practice. Congratulations. That's got to be great. Right. Thank awesome. you. And you're in New Thank York you City, so right? Much. Yeah, dude. Congratulations. Yes. That's great. Thank you. I'm so- I'm so humbled by it. So does TLC now? Are they following you? Like, what? What is the next step for for this for you with with the show? How does that work? Still at Family Foot and Angle Specialists in New Jersey. Right. Uh, it's going to take a while for this to open up. You know, we're going to build it out a little bit. Um, so I should be starting there in the next couple months. It's called Soul Podiatry. It's on 85th Street, uh, right off of Central Park West. So there's a lot of opportunity there. Hopefully I can grow and, you know, that that become my future. You know, as far as TLC, you know, we're going to continue to film. We really want to keep this rolling because, I mean, I truly believe in this show and how amazing it is and life-changing. And I would love to have them in New York City and filming patients there and, you know, really showcasing what we can do. And if they want to follow me on my journey from New Jersey to New York City, by all means, that's I never thought in my wildest dreams that I would be working in New York City. Where can the audience uh, follow you on Instagram right now? If they want to catch up more about you, where can they see you? Sure. You can follow me at uh, at doctor and doctors spelled out dot Bradley. Gotcha. How can patients reach out to you for a consultation? Call our office. I, you know, some people think I'm booked up you know, well in advance. We're still taking new patients today. Yeah, family foot and ankle specialist in Piscataway and Hillsboro. That's where I'm at right now. And very soon I'll be uh, Central Park West, 85th Street, New York City, Soul Podiatry, NYC. That's going to be um, my new life. And I'll be working, you know, both ways. So New York and New Jersey for, for a long time. And hopefully I can continue that and, uh, you know, hook up both states. There. Hey, Doc, yeah. I got to tell you, it, it must give you a great sense of satisfaction to be able to diagnose and treat a problem for a patient 
generation who's been suffering maybe maybe sometimes for years. You know, you improve the quality of their lives and make a difference in their world. Oh you know, one God. person at a time. He always sounds so professional, right, GK? Man, and, like, and, he outshines and, us. And, he really does. He outshines you, us. That's why we keep him in the middle. Right, right. here we chairman. are asking stupid questions. He's got, like, this beautiful... Yeah, like, yeah. dating, oh, and God. you got any uh, right. toe cheese and, and, and everything and else. And the way he talks well, to him, he's just so... Go well, ahead. I don't mean to cut well, you off. I'm going to tell him, Well, Doc, great satisfaction. kill out I'm in my final sentence, I think. He's so mature. He's so mature when he talks to the guests. He's too mature. I know. So anyway, I think you're making a difference. It'll make a lasting impression in their world. So, you know, thanks for being on our show, Doc. You were, oh, you're tremendous. Hey, I, 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 I appreciate it. I know your boys are dogging you right now, but I appreciated that. <laughs> Uncle that Ted. closing love right there. There's that no, is a lot of love. Thank right. you. There, Uncle thank Ted, you. Dr. Brad just texted me privately and said there's no copay. <laughs> so stop it. He said there's no copay if you got to get in and take care of that ingrained toenail or toe cheese. <laughs> Oh yeah, what insurance? Yeah. What insurance do you take? See, here we go. I know it. I know it. Uh, Doctor Brad, we won't we'll give him your address. We'll get, we'll get you guys. We'll get you guys on there pro bono for pro bono moving forward. That that would be a funny show. That is that great. would be a real funny show. That's up to you, Doctor Brad. You make it happen. Yeah, Jersey strong, right? You yeah, got it. You got it. You got it. I'll tell you what. I I will definitely pitch it immediately yeah. when I get off the phone because I would I would love to have you on. Like I said, guys. I said to you the last time, man, going to Temple every every day, driving that grind 76. I listened to Elvis Duran in the morning show. Mm -hmm. You guys were absolutely, you know, a pleasure to listen to. Had me in stitches going to, you know, school every day. And, you know, that was hard to do in the morning. So I appreciated that. Well, thanks. So having being on the show right now is, is really humbling when I was. When I met you last year, you know, before everything shut down, yeah. it was it was really cool, man. You're a good, you're a good dude. Greg also has another problem that he he's bashful to talk about. Like what? Like you know the foot and mouth disease that you have. I do not. You know, he sticks his foot in his mouth. mouth. He got rid of that last week. <laughs> I do not. That's a thing. Yes. <laughs> and what? foot and mouth disease. <laughs> can uh, can T come to you for that too, or do we got to go to the <laughs> ENT? No. No. Oh man, I need. We need, might need to get in some crazy antibiotics for that. I don't think Greg's is curable. No, no, it's not. All right, Dr. Brad, yeah. thank you very much, guys. It is uh, My Feet Are Killing Me on TLC. They are going into their... We're in the second season. The second season is airing right now. We have five <laughs> more episodes than that, and I thought we were doing your bunions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah right. he, he gets that's sidetracked. A, that's the next one. Right. You're right. Next, we're doing bunions. ADHD kicked yeah. in, and he didn't know that we're going to the city in your waiting room and doing a show. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, Doc, Sorry. Not, not only does he, does he have foot and mouth, he also has got head up ass disease too (laughs) yeah thank you dr brad thank you very much bro I appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Dr. Thank Brad. Take care, Doug. All right, that was pretty awesome. I, I, I got to tell you, man, Dr. Brad, he seems like a guy we can all chill out with and like go to a bar with, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, really, I, I think next time we got to have him. I think I don't think it's too far-fetched to think if we invite him to actually hang out in the shed that he would be here. I, I think he, he definitely would be here. I think Absolutely. I think he's like a friend. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. So, yep. Dr. Brad, thank you very much for being a part of uh, Uncle Ted's shed uh, this Friday night. We really did like it. All right, GK Money. Are you ready? I am ready, T. You are up. Today in history. Take it away. I am not letting you guys down. February 26, 2021, episode 19. February 23rd, 1954. The polio vaccine started in the United States. I thought that was a great 
uh, topic being everything with COVID and everything else. And I know uh, Uncle Ted got his shots and he was right. laid up for a couple days. Right. And he's recovering. I well. think that's very valid, Uncle Ted. I know right. that we've we I know that we've said to GK Money we'd like to do some things that are much more current when we right. talk about it. Right. But I think that he's right. I think that if this is I'm listen. I, you're the commissioner. No, the chairman of the board. So I'm. But I'm going to say that I will allow this to go through. And and I think it's a good one to bring up because it ties into COVID. What do you have? You have any thoughts? Well, I think it's a great topic. Plus, uh-huh. I want to add a little history to that that yes. many people don't know about. Oh, tell Let's us. Hear it. So in that year, Dr. Salk was the one who came up with the polio vaccine. Yep. Right? You're right. You're right. So at that time, he also, Dr. Salk promised yeah. and made a commitment that a million children would be vaccinated with the polio vaccine. But what was not available at that time were syringes to Uh-oh. make that uh, vaccination mm-hmm. possible. So what happened? So a company called Becton Dickinson. Oh, hold on Mom, a second. Oh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about, about uh, Becton Dickinson? Ladies and gentlemen, We have to, it's story time with All Uncle Ted. Rise. All, All rise. rise. Go ahead, Uncle Ted. So Becton Dickinson goes by the communicative name of BD, mass production, to be able to produce one million needles really? to help Dr. Salk. Vaccinate a million children. And Great how stuff. do we know that all of these facts are real? How do we know that? Because Uncle Ted, why? Well, I happen to also have worked for BD. Yes, you did. Not during that time period. No, but, but you've done your research. But it's yeah. part of our history. That's right. That's great. Today in history. February 21st, 1948. National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing is founded. Hence the name NASCAR. N-A-S-C-A-R. That's where they get it from. Yes. Pretty cool. That's what it stands for. That's pretty neat. And I, I didn't know underlined that. it because I didn't know that either. That is See? pretty cool. Dang. Keep on going. Yes, 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 yes. And this is something we could all relate to. February 25th, 1964, Muhammad Ali wins his first of three heavyweight titles. Wow. Like you I hear like boxing, right? Yeah. Muhammad Ali. He's a, he's a god. He captured not just a world title here and there. He captured the world. Ali's, of course, known as a great boxer, but his significance as a public figure transcends that by quite a long distance. It stretches into race, to foreign policy, to issues of independence and war. He's a god. He literally hit, hit you. Oh, yeah. my God. Boom. He floats like a butterfly and stings like a bee. Uh, Float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. Ah, rumble, young man, rumble. Ah. February 28th, February 28th, 1983. There we go. First episode of TV series MASH is watched by 106 million viewers. There you go. Right there. Great show. A plus for GK Money on that one. A plus. How about Hot Lips? That, right, that was one of the characters of MASH. That's yeah. right, Pappy. Yeah. Did MASH push the envelope? Like, did it make it... Were, were people, like, looking at MASH as people watch, let's say, Stranger Things on Netflix today? It was also a time where uh, the, the U.S. might have been involved in military actions around the world. Right. It brought a good sense of humor into uh, the military. Um, it was a great show. It was kind of like, you know, if you're a big Friends um, right. you know, fan right. or Cheers or something, they had personalities, different personalities that you could tap into and like. Okay. It was just a, a, a great show. And All right. That, that concludes. I'm going to end on a good note. Today I love it. Thank you very much. Uncle Ted, how did I do? You did a uh, scale of 1 to 10. You got a 7. I'll take it. If you guys got uh, any kind of historic uh, events that we may miss or that's coming up, you can always uh, jot us an email and tell us. Uh, believe we can. It's father-daughter lunchtime. She wanted McDonald's. You wanted some quality time. But she's on her phone. 
Again. Wait, she just posted, having lunch with dad at her favorite place, and you just made her feed. That's big. A post-worthy lunch, that's something to value. Now pair a double cheeseburger or six-piece chicken McNuggets made with all-white meat chicken with a medium fries for just $3. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Tax extra. Whatever you're funny, Peacock's got it exclusively. Bears beats The Office on Peacock. Stream every moment from Dunder Mifflin and explore bonus extras and exclusives. Plus, if you're looking for more classic hits, you can stream every episode of Parks and Recreation, Two and a Half Men, and every season of SNL. In the mood for something brand new? Check out Peacock's original comedies, The Amber Ruffin Show, and Saved by the Bell. Whether you're craving a new binge or familiar fave, you can find tons of comedy hits on Peacock. Get started for free at PeacockTV.com. We'll always use it, and we'll shout you out, and we'll thank you very much for uh, giving us some of the information. So email us at UncleTedgeCigarShed at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, I did forget earlier, I should have said, tonight was the first time that we actually started this. Uh, we are doing what's called, like, a, a pre-meeting. GK, how would you explain it to the audience? Pre-podcast meeting. Pre-podcast meeting to get uh, the catch-up and to get our stuff in line for the show. Yeah, so every Friday night, uh, I don't know what time, maybe 7, 7.30, we we go on and we we put it out there on a live Instagram feed so you can actually watch us prepare, us three idiots, you can watch us prepare for the show, right? Right. I, I think that's great. I think I, it's two idiots and one not so an idiot. Well, who, we'll keep them guessing. Who, we'll, we'll keep. Who, it, I figured. I'll figured. Keep, okay. We'll keep everybody guessing. We got to go around the shed. We haven't seen each other in a week. Who would like to start tonight? Let's go, GK. GK, Monty, you're up. Right. How was your week? My week had some uh, some bumps in the road. Uh oh. Uh, with that ice storm, I know you guys don't want to hear it. I fell. No way. Yeah. I you fell? Fell on the deck. You just had knee surgery. Yep, totally replacement. I went right down, something stupid, watching the dogs outside, fell. What happened? Went right down, slipped. The what whole... the hell are you doing? Pick yourself I... up and go back at it. No, they dragged me into the house, and I had to call Dr. Kissing. No, you didn't. You called Dr. Kissing. Ding, ding, ding. You called Dr. Kissing. Wait a second. Nine. Were helicopters coming? <laughs> uh, there might have been. And you know what? They airlifted me to his house. Hey, Dr. Brown, C-O-R. Unbelievable. So what did Dr. Kiss do for your knee? Oh, he came, he diagnosed he came right to the house, diagnosed me and said, GK, you're fine. You're okay. Yeah, then he wanted to go to your house, but it was a little late. He didn't leave my house till about twelve thirty at night. And he wow. wanted to stop by and see Uncle Ted and Greg. I said, yeah. T, they're sleeping. Well, that's wow, that's a, dude. That's a great doctor, right? That's a great story, Bro, too. What but are you how's doing? the knee now? How, how are you feeling? Knee's good. Slow, slow, but uh, but getting there. Why can't you just sit still for another couple yeah. of weeks? T, yeah. you, you, T and Uncle Ted, they know me, right? Yeah, right. you got to get up and do everything I yourself. Get Why? Up do, it was stupid. Very stupid. You didn't have to go outside. We had a terrible ice storm everything. I, everything was ice. I know. And if they couldn't get me, my next dude. call was going to be to T. Come on, to bro. Drag me. You, know, oh. you, you and T have something in common. What? You like to do things by yourself and get things done. Right. T also likes to do things by himself and not get done. <laughs> it doesn't get done. So, well, that, so guess uh, who he calls? Uh, Uncle Ted. Yeah, right. right. All right. On Let's that note, my week was absolutely horrendous. What? Yeah, you Uncle again? Ted. You know why it was horrible. Again? Listen, again, I, th- I thought I could do some DIY projects myself. So we, like almost everybody in America, were redoing our house, you know? 
because during the pandemic, there's nothing Not else to do. Correct. You got to repaint, you got to put in lights, new molding, whatever it might be. Right. So Trish, my wife, she's like, hey, listen, we need some lights upstairs. So I moved into a house that was built in like 1982, 83 or something. Yeah. GK Money, you and I live in the eight, same neighborhood. Eight, 82, yeah. So a lot of these homes, the upstairs, they were built with like a single light bulb in the dead center of all these no rooms. No hi-hats. No anywhere. hi-hats. No room. I mean, yep. no, no lights. Yeah. So Trish has been on me for a long time. So during uh, this pandemic, because we're inside the house, I figured, all right, I'll do some uh, electric work myself. The thing is, though. Did you um, have help? I, of course, had help because I, do, I don't really know electric that well, but Uncle Teddy knows electric very well, right? Uh, kind of, yeah. Well, you're good. You're an engineer. Yeah, okay, I'm good, yeah. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Uncle and, Teddy, you know what I'm putting in right now. You know, I know you struggle with three way switches. Yes, that's I'm right. actually working on a project now with four way switch. You're kidding me. No. Four way? It's three switches controlling right? one light. So you in a three way situation, you have two different switches. Right. Uh and that control one one light. So a four way switch uh-huh. uses is works with three uh, two other switches. So a total of three switches that control one light. Wow. That's complicated, man. Why well, so? Why? In, in, in mansions, that's what you need. Well, that's right, that's right. In mansions, that's right. Uncle Ted's got a mansion. You know, right. That's right. Five thousand square yeah, feet. In the mansion, that's right. You know, I'm sorry, but that's not my house. He's singing oh. you, <laughs> you. I go, you got to come over. So there he is. He comes over and he sends me upstairs in the attic to do all the dirty work. So he's got me up in the attic, crawling on top of all the beams. My knees are like numb already from like kneeling on the beams. Oh, that's a pain in the ass. So he's down below and he's yelling to where I have to like drill through. Oh, we, had, we had to add a couple of lines. Okay. So I drill through what I think is the proper place to drill. Oh, boy. Hold on. So he's confusing two things. <laughs> so the, 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 please the, the, Teddy's version. clarify. Right. Yeah. The, the lights, because he had, he had one, two, three, four, four. bedrooms and a hallway. Right. Uh, that had to be done. Uh, all hi hats. All hi hats. All hi hats. In everybody's gotcha. rooms, right? Gotcha. gotcha. So when we did the lights, so I had to measure mm-hmm. where the lights are going to go, and we cut the holes ahead of time. It's like, like put one over there. I said, <laughs> no, like, where no, exactly? No, like yeah, there. No, That's no, what I said. Right. right. I but said, I'm, Greg, is uh, I would have walked out. I would have walked <laughs> out. This is no measuring way. part of this project. No. So anyway, yeah, okay. where he's getting to is right. Now we needed to run a new switch because right. he's putting the whole new lights in. So we identified and a ceiling fan and a ceiling fan. Right. Got to do all that. So when he was in the attic, you know, if you look. Lift the insulation up. You can see where the room is because you can see the you know the two Which, goes right down. I didn't know that. He told me that. He goes, if you lift the insulation, yeah. you can actually see where the long beams are going. Correct. And that's how you know where the rooms are beginning and ending. Correct. You and see where the, you see like the header beam, yeah. and then you know where to go. Right. I didn't know that. That's that's pretty interesting. Yes. I did not know that. So good. Yes. I'm right. sorry. So well, I would also look on the other side <laughs> of the wall to see if there was any switches on that side. Right. And I said, T, when you're looking up, you see where those wires are. Don't drill anywhere near them. Right. I'll tap on a ceiling to yeah. give you an idea of where to go in, but go in about three or four inches. That's all you right. got to do. Yep, yep. Center the beam, just drill and be done. Right. T decides he's going to jump the gun and know exactly where to drill. Without you telling me. But I figure, like, I know what I'm doing now. But you have, drill. you have the be- better view in the attic because you know where the beams are. And he knows where the wires are. <laughs> Correct. So You're he right. says, I'm so I would always say, that. you see where the wires are? He says, yeah, stay away from them. Right. right. Okay. But T's definition to stay away from him means I'm going to drill immediately next to him. That was a mistake. It was, honestly, mistake. I, it was one mistake. And I have to. T- and I told him that a thousand times. I go, Uncle Ted, it's one mistake I made. One mistake. But it was a doozy because when he cut that to get that wire out. <laughs> oh, boy. 
There's a total of 18 <laughs> wires in that no! uh, box. I don't even want to hear what happened. He, it looked like, what'd you say? Spaghetti. It, was it out, looks like spaghetti, right. says. Macy's fireworks. That's right, because he's got now, because after I after I, I sliced through the wire, right? So that was a mistake. No! no! This was the best. This was the best. So, and I'm drilling. I got this big, ginormous, like maybe, what is it, like a, a foot and a half drill bit. Because I had to get through like two two-by-fours, a beam. Like, I got to go deep, To you get know? the wire down. Right, right. right. And before he even gets through that, he says, hey, what's going on? My, my drill's not going through this wood. It's brand new drill. Right. He's hitting nails. He's hitting everything coming oh down. Oh, my Dude, God. What a mess. When these guys build this house in, in the 80s, they didn't even care, you know? So I'm, I'm drilling through it. So anyway. They don't care. All of a sudden, you hear this. These, like, noises, right? Oh, my God. And I stop. And he goes, what'd you do? And he can hear. He knows up above. I already did something. What was your first reaction, Uncle Ted? <laughs> I'm going to be here for three days fixing out this problem. <laughs> That's right. I swear to God. So I said to him, I go, Uncle Ted. I think I uh, cut through the main wire. Come on, man! Come on! Come on! You know what? You know what? Come, come on! You can make a five-minute job three and four hours! Come on, man! God damn it! And this is in, in, in the other box. This is yep. an existing Yell box. at me. We didn't have to touch <laughs> at all. So I'm just trying to run switches you, to the other side. Now you do. Yeah, that's right. Now you got to splice it, tape it. And, and <laughs> right. So we got wires coming out of the wall all over the place, right? Uh, and I'm sorry. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm apologizing up and down. I'm like, I'm sorry, Uncle Ted. I'm sorry. I'm that's a mistake. Like the doctors say, you cannot screw up operating on the wrong knee. Right. You cannot drill right. through a wire. Right. Luckily, you had UT there. Yes, we did. Um, so to now, splice it together. So I got spaghetti hanging out of the walls. Uh, so now he has to put them all together. So Genius over here says, I could do this. So I said, fine. Go ahead, knock it out. So he starts going at it, and all of a sudden, he's getting shot. He's blowing fuses. We're, we're setting fires in the house. There's wow. no fire. Oh, you got shocked a couple times where there was a spark. So uh-huh. I said, T, turn off the breaker to find out which one it was. Right. So he turns it off. I verified that was the one. <laughs> no, he turns it. Yeah, and I said, okay, now turn it turn it back on so I know that's the wire. Right. Which I said, there did. it is. I said, okay, now turn it off. You never at, said at that turn point, it off. You he, never he said never turn it off. No. He said, oh, I got to run now. I got to go. He's lying. I got to go get some like 80 balloons for Valentine's Day for his wife. Right? <laughs> he's got to have his house blow up and think, and he's going to get balloons? Right. So what happened was is, wow. so now I got a live wire, but I'm two stories up. You know, his panel's in a garage. I would have left. So then I said, J.D., you know how to shut off panel? No. Dad won't let me go in there. Because <laughs> she's 13 years old. She doesn't know how to do that stuff. I'm the switch, right? Oh, my God. So you know God. what I do? So I said, you know, I'm going to shortcut this right here. So yeah. I shorted it right there. I hit Bam. the... Hit it and yeah, cut right. it so now, so, so it sparked. So now Jada's going crazy. <laughs> But it wasn't a fire, it was a spark, wow. and I did it intentionally. Did you guys get everything fixed and all the hi-hats hung? Everything's, yeah. We, yeah, because we, I had to call a professional in. I had to pay money. I had to pay $150 to get a real electrician to come in to help me out. He couldn't get it all hooked up. We had all these wires. Be- what? Because what? the electrician told him, who splices this? Because he still, still spliced the wrong wire. <laughs> he blew out some other wires while he was Wouldn't there. it have been easier just to have someone in and do it? <laughs> Listen, I, I, you know what? At the end of the day, we should have. Real Two and down. a half hours. <laughs> He's lying. Wow. I wanted to drill down from the attic. That was my real plan. Man. This went on for weeks in my house. Right. For weeks. Right. And I had a full he, head of hair when I started. All he does well, is you yell got at electrocuted. Me. Your beard is even singed. <laughs> your mustache. He yells at me all day long. Yo, what are you doing? And I'm up there on top of those beams, man. My knees are hurting. all over you. I was no dying compassion. from insulation. No compassion. I go, can you come up here and look at it? I'm not going up there. I'm not doing it. There's too much insulation and dust up there. Yeah. So he will, I'm the one that's struggling up there. I don't it's even know what I'm doing.
Right. His, his house, house, right? Oh his God. house is his crawl. <laughs> oh, my right. God. You know, so anyway, he does leave because he got to get these 98 balloons or something, right? It was Valentine's Day, oh. man. I had to get Valentine's Day balloons. I put a, I put a pre-order in there. I had no choice. I said, and he I... left you? So anyway. I would have split. He knows you, what he's doing. You, you know what the daughter, his daughters come up and say, Dad, uh, Uncle Teddy? You know, it's so easy when he's not here and you're just doing it. You're just knocking his right out. You know what? He and you puts say, thoughts that's into the mind. That's a great now, uncle. We're going to find out how Uncle Ted's uh, work week, I mean, how his, how his week was. Well, but screw him, right? Right. We don't want to hear about that anymore. No, but uh, you know what, Uncle Ted? Give me a highlight of your week. I, I, I need to hear it. So my daughter has a brand new dog, right? It's a rescue dog. Okay. Back the dog was on death what row. What a wonderful person he is. He is so wonderful. So she, well, she's the wonderful person. She oh, goes out God. and she rescues this dog. Perfect yeah. family. So I said, you know, bring him over to the house and fend- the yard's fenced in. Mm-hmm. He could run around the yard. So he decides now he's going to run on the yard. He's going to run on my pool cover. So I got one of those elephant uh, covers, covers right, right? Right. Well, he hits the hot tub cover, rips. He got to, and it's it, cold, so it's going to rip easy. Plus, he's got the big nails. Totally wow. destroys that. <laughs> I, I, after snow melted, because he was also running around, there's a hole in the deep end. Definitely got need, need, need a new cover. Definitely I, need I, a new cover. I smell an insurance claim. Yeah, and that's yeah. what he would do. He would do that, right? Not that he's got enough more enough money from God that he can like go out and buy another one. Listen, but now he's going to price it out. T- so you know what he does? He calls me up, GK, and he goes. Hey, um, you know, you know, pool guy. You think you give me a cheap price? That's what I, I said. Go, What'd you say? I said you think you give me a good price. Oh, let good. me tell you something. Right. That's right. not what he's saying. So, uh, see, he says good, but what he means is cheap. cheap. No, yeah, right. no, because I want a good quality. So that cover's going to cost at least four or five thousand dollars. Oh, my, poor baby, poor baby. My, my cover with the anchors in and my pool's a lot smaller was uh, thirty five hundred. So I said to T, I says, hey. Since I also gave a good recommendation for his pool guy. Yeah. First of all, I found my pool guy. Yeah, but, I found the pool guy. Who did you say, Uncle Ted? Come over here, check him out, see if he's good, whatever. Right? See what he does? Yeah, he doesn't yeah. forget anything that he does right. for somebody. Right. So what he's referring to, GK, uh, is when I, was, when I was going to put a pool in, right? Yeah. Man, yeah. We're, you know what? Let's find it. We're going to go at it tonight. We're going to go at it. So <laughs> you know what, GK, money? So let me tell you something. I want to hear it. I, I found a pool guy that right. I wanted to put a pool in in my backyard, right? And I thought that his, his prices were right in my wheelhouse. House. Oh, right. cheap, cheap. That means cheap. <laughs> oh, that's not cheap. Okay, Listen, cut. I that's why you guys are related. Oh, go my ahead. God. Hey, go and ahead. I, and he was a young guy, and he was right. just starting out, you know, and he had, like, a new vision for pools and stuff. Mm-hmm. He had, he had like, he would fly those, uh, what are they? Drones. Drones over the backyard, yep. take yep. pictures, put it up on YouTube before you can see what it feels like. A lot of like. pride in his work. I, a lot of, and I said, that's the guy I want. Yeah, so perfect. I said, you know, to this guy, Rich, I said, Rich, when would you mind coming back? And it's not just me, but I have no knowledge of pools, mm-hmm. but my uncle, who I adore, he has had a pool for over thirty years. See how he's waxing me? He's oh, waxing please. me nice. Maybe, oh. maybe you can ask, you can ask you a couple questions. Make sure I get everything right. So right. I, I asked him to do me a favor. Yeah. But you see what Uncle Teddy's doing now? Yeah. He's throwing it back in my face right. as if like I, he did something I, wonderful for me. All right, so so uh, let's get back. So to, I said, so, so maybe pool covers ripped. Yeah, the one that the can dog. hold an elephant, but it can't hold a dog. <laughs> well, those have nails. Oh, Elephants don't have these nails. Oh, on. So, so I, that's another scam. They have tusks. They have tusks. Right. It's false advertising. So it's really not an elephant cover. It's not even a dog no, cover. It's, it's a right. Dog. It'll hold an elephant, but don't not put a dog, dog on. Can't put a dog. Okay, okay. okay. I'm, I'm following. I, I tell you, this dog's got webbed feet with these nails. And I saw it when he, in, in, in the snow. It's incredible. But anyway, so I said, give me Rich's number. I'll give him a call. 
Right. And uh, she goes, you know, once you call him, you got to give him the job. I said, no, I got to, I got to no. get three estimates. Absolutely. He says, that's not how you do it. You just go with Rich. I said, what if he's two thousand dollars more? I'm not going to go with Rich. Right. Okay. Right. First of all, here's what he does. He asks me to put my name out there, right? Put my name on the line and go ask this guy Rich and to give him a good price, yeah. and then he won't. No. Right. So you know what that feels like to me? It's like because then Rich is looking at you like, what a dick you are. You, you <laughs> ask, right? You ask me for a good price, I give a good price, but yet he's still going to right. And he doesn't use them. You cheap bastard. So I got to resolve that hot tub problem. So right. I have to do that. So as I'm driving, coming back, I see that there's this dumpster mm. in some guy's yard, right? He's doing some house renovation. Yeah. 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 And as I'm, getting, as I'm getting there, I see a car coming out of nowhere, pulls up in front, runs out of the car, goes into his trunk, takes some stuff out, and throws <laughs> it into the dumpster. What's wrong R- with that? R- right. R- and, random guy. It looked like a random guy because he jumped wow. back in his car. He looked around and looked at me, jumped in his car, and took off. I have a brand new segment, and it's called... What am I talking about? I have a new segment. Say it. Say it. What am I talking about? Same, Same thing you're talking about. It's called... <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah, so it's called... What are we talking about right now? So it made me start thinking, because I have a friend who's in a construction business. Right. He does door installations. Mm-hmm. So if he does a door installation, say for you, mm-hmm. the customer might say is, well, can you take my old door? Correct. He would say, sorry, I can't do that. It's not right. part of the deal. Right. person would say, well, if there's something in my wallet I could put in your wallet, would you take it? Correct. Mm-hmm. Well, he says, well, for $40, I could take it. Right. So yeah. then what he would do, he'd be looking for dumpsters. And he would take these doors and dump them in somebody else's dumpster. Wow. So And get paid for it. So this issue with the dumpster, GK, this bothered Uncle Teddy for the past four days. So for the past four days, he's been telling me, we got to talk about in the podcast, people that are doing illegal dumping. This hmm. is against the law. We need to stop the illegal dumping. Right. Hmm. And I'm like, you know what? Sing me a risk. Sing me a song. I don't care. Because oh no, what is it? Cry me a river. Cry I'd say me a cry river. me a river. I don't care. I think illegal dumping's fine. I'm fine with it. That's You're fine with illegal dumping. I'm fine with illegal dumping. I am. I am too. That's Wait a right. second. See, I, I, nice I agree. GK. What kind, of, I agree. what kind of illegal dumping have you done? That's oh, right. Oh, a lot. I'll name That's one. Right. Name one. Tires, mattresses, what? Whatever. Batteries. Batteries. Yeah. That's Love a it. toxic one. That's illegal. That's definitely illegal. That's a paint double illegal. Paint cans. Paint cans. Paint cans. Another one. Oh. Don't I, care. I, fertilizer, I could spread out or okay. whatever. So out the paint cans, I just throw and I tie it up real good. So when they lift it up, it's right in there. That's right. I think that people that are listening to our podcast right now, I think they would all agree that if yeah. they find a dumpster, they're just throwing things away. It doesn't matter. They're, they're, they're into illegal dumping. Everybody does now, illegal dumping. Now, I, I've do never know, done that. I do know people that will, they're brazen and go to commercial sites mm-hmm. like a Walmart or a Target and dump in there, but they I'll got do cameras. That. They got cameras. You got to watch. Okay, I'll I won't go to somewhere. I'll, I'll stake it out first. If I see a camera, <laughs> there you go. It out. <laughs> if I see a camera, I will not dump there. Hey, so I got a story that is best told by T himself. <laughs> Boy. I know exactly where he's going. T had a dumpster. He was doing some major rework in his house. This was amazing. And he had a dumpster. He hired a dumpster because it cost you a couple hundred bucks, right? Three, four hundred bucks. This was amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they bring the dumpster to his house, and right. he starts unloading the dumpster. Right. And then the dumpster's getting filled up. So it's a weekend, and Trish and I are not even living there yet because we have a contractor that's doing the work. So we're right. staying with my parents in the meantime. So I go to work from my parents' house on a daily basis, right. and the contractor has the keys, and he shows up on a daily basis, and he's doing the work. Right. Every now and then on the way home from work, I stop at the new house, and I see how the contractor's going or he's right. doing. He contacts me via the cell phone. Hey, stop by. I want to see if you want to do this or not or whatever. 
whatever. Here's what I did. Check it out. Blah blah blah. Right? Mm-hmm. Everything's kosher. Mm-hmm. I love the I love the contractor. He loves me. We all trust each other. Everything's on the above. Everything's mm-hmm. on the up and up. Okay, great. So it's Sunday. Sunday night. I'm relaxing. I'm going to go to bed now. I'm going to watch not a Sopranos or something. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm watching TV. I wake up Monday morning. I go to work. Right? I'm at work. 7 a.m. I get a phone call on my cell phone from the contractor thinking, okay, hey, you know, he's, mm-hmm. hey, you're going to stop by later on today. Contractor screaming at me on the phone. Where's the dumpster? Where's the dumpster? <laughs> we're, we're, we're destroying walls today. Where are we going to put everything? I go, whoa, man, back up. What are you talking about? The dumpster's on the driveway. We have it until X amount of days, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Dumpster's gone, man. You messed up. The dumpster's gone. How did I mess up? So I called the dumpster company, and I go, Miss, did you take the dumpster? She goes, no. And I go, well, if you didn't take the dumpster, and I didn't take the dumpster, and my contract didn't take the dumpster, where where's, is it? where's the dumpster? <laughs> Somebody yeah. stole the dumpster. And with uh, the garbage inside it. They took it with the garbage. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what would have been funnier? They would have dumped the garbage and took this. Just open the back door, leave it on right. the driveway, and so took that, it. So we're talking about people stealing right. by putting stuff in the dumpster. Someone stole his Someone dumpster. stole his junk. <laughs> That's wow. That's how, that, wow. Ladies and gentlemen. That's those, unusual. Ladies that and is ge- unusual. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to this podcast. <laughs> you need a special trailer to steal a dumpster. <laughs> it's like sticking up a stolen stole your garbage can. He couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe it. had to come it. with the big truck. It's right. 20-yard dumpster, right? And right. Ro- it was a roll-off, right? So it turns out a week later, they discovered my dumpster for real in Pennsylvania at a construction site. They painted over the phone number and everything. They found the dumpster Someone in Pennsylvania. Someone stole a dumpster right That's out of right. your driveway. That's right. I with never, his stuff and everything. I never, ever heard of that. But where did they that, dump that stuff? That was definitely legal dumping. Uncle Ted, they had to dump it somewhere. Where'd they dump it? But they did char- you but they no. did you a favor. They could have dumped it on your driveway. And they did not. They right. charged it to the people where they dropped off the dumpster. Oh. To them. Maybe they did. Right. Oh, how funny is that? And they got a free dumpster out of the deal. Yeah. And they got a free dumpster. But then, yep. they, but then it got caught, you know, when they, they found the dumpster in Pennsylvania. Wow. At a construction site. So it just shows you that one dumpster company is stealing from another dumpster company. All happens all the time, evidently. And we didn't know that until it's happened to me. Wow. Pretty so, crazy, right? So if anybody owns a dumpster company, call us up and tell us the <laughs> yeah. crazy stories you have. Yeah. And you can write to us at Uncle Ted Cigar <laughs> Shed at G. Email.com. We'll read your email right here on our show. And this if you great. want, you can drop it off at T's house. No, And then not. we'll monitor it and no. see if someone takes it. So what's his address? Oh, my God. Let's not do that. Guys, we got a contest. We got to reveal the uh, winner of our contest. Let's do it. The number you have dialed. Give it away. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, we launched a really cool contest here at Uncle Ted's Shed, and uh, we took some, took some pictures of the actual shed that we're sitting in, and we put it out there on uh, Instagram at Uncle Ted's Shed, and we put something a little peculiar in the shed, and we gave you guys as much time as you wanted to find that one peculiar item. So it turns out somebody did a little cool investigation, a little Inspector Clouseau, and he found mm. that uh, that peculiar item. What happened? Did I win? And the winner of our very first contest inside. Uncle Ted Shed, GK Money, you do the honors. Thank you, T. Brian Dincy. Congratulations. And who is Brian Dincy on Instagram? Wait for it. Wait for it. He's a superhero. He's a pirate. He's a pirate. He's a pirate. <laughs> a pirate. Yeah. What? Wow. Somebody else got to read this. What's his What's his Instagram name? Wash underscore Dincy underscore repeat. There it is. That's the winner of this contest. So, Brian, let's repeat for everybody else. What are you going to win? What is he going to win, Uncle Ted? So, he's, he's going to win a pair of Ashton Crown rock glasses. Nice. A pair of beautiful glasses. Woo! 
Not to be undone. Beautiful. A beautiful oval glass ashtray. Nice. La nice. Aroma de Cuba ashtray. Yeah. Beautiful. It's a, All right. It's, it's a work of art. Mm-hmm. And the Police de Resistance. Yes. Is yeah. a uh, La Mora de Cuba. Humidor. It's a there beautiful you go. package. There wow. you go. Brian, congratulations. This guy did all right. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Congratulations, bro. You are the very first winner inside Uncle Ted's shed. Again, it is Brian Dincy. It says, I was once compared to the cool Squirtle from Squirtle Squad, U.S. Army Infantry, Sigma Chi superhero. He says he's a pirate, and uh, you can find out more about him at Chubby Shorts. It's C H U B B I E S. S-H-O-R-T-S dot com. Chubby's Shorts dot com. I don't know anything about his Chubby's Congratulations. Shorts But congratulations. You're the very first winner inside Uncle Ted's Shed. I will reach out to you and DM you on Instagram, and uh, we'll figure out your address and how we can get the prize to you. So congratulations, bro. Thank you very much for participating uh, inside the Uncle Ted Shed first contest. I also want to thank uh, Ashton. Uh, cigars yes, for yes, giving us yes. the, the gifts Thank to promote you. on this contest. That's right. Yeah. Ashton came through for us. Unlike some other cigar companies, Ashton really steps up and they really come through with what they promise. They do. Right. And yeah. I also give a shout out to Lighthouse. Yes, Lighthouse Cigars. Tony. Tony. Tony, Tony, and, her, Tony and her brother Ralphie. That's right. They're, we love them great. too. Because you know, they great. helped us out. They put us in contact with the uh, yeah. with, 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 uh, with Jason with, with Jason over at uh, Ashton and we were able to pull this contest off. Yeah. Yeah. Nice job, Uncle Ted. Nice job, GK. Again, congratulations, Brian. There you go. So that is our first time winner right here inside Uncle Ted's Shed. Let's get to some fan mail. It's mail time. Yeah, we got mail. Uh, we do have to make a couple of shout-outs to some new listeners uh, that jumped aboard. GK Money, who do you got? I got Mike. What's up, guys? I'm Mike. I know Greg T. from Brooklyn Boys Podcast. I oh. wasn't a huge fan of a Jersey kid, but That's Uncle nice. Ted Shed works. Well. Love the podcast. Keep it up, T. Listen, it's a win and a loss. That's all right. So, listen. So, my buddies, uh, Skiri Jones and Dave Brody, they head up the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I call in on the podcast for them, and I call myself the Jersey Kid, and I make fun, you know? You and we go. have a good time, because they're the Brooklyn Boys, and I'm the Jersey Kid. So, yeah. he doesn't like that character. Okay, fine. But he does like the Uncle Ted Shed. So you know what? It's a win for us. It is. Absolutely. Life I like that. Listening. Michael, thank you Good. for writing to us. Thank you, Michael. All right. We got another big shout-out going out. Big shout-out going out to Shady Mobster. That is at Shady Mobster on Twitter. And he says, hey, guys, at Uncle Ted's Shed, hashtag chairman of the board, hashtag all rise. And he says, this is officially my immediate response at Greg T underscore KTU. I love this podcast. So thank you at Shady Mobster. I love that. Thank you. Hey, Shady, yeah. We also have another big shout out, The Reaper. I mean, that is some crazy name to be on Twitter. Yeah. But he goes under at Hadjaras, and it's H-A-R-J-A-S underscore, uh, and it's S-O-H-A-L. How do you pronounce that name? S-O. Sohal? Sohal. Sohal. He calls himself the Reaper, but he also is giving us a chance, and he's enjoying the podcast so far. So thank you very much. I don't care if you call yourself Death or if you call yourself the Reaper, but if you're listening to Uncle Ted's Shed podcast, 
we're in. All right. So a couple of weeks ago was uh, Valentine's Day. It certainly was. So yeah. I got a letter here I'd like to read to you guys. Well, hold on a second. Can I get my, you know, because you're going to tell a story. Because GK and Money and I are very, you know, we're used to that. I'd like to get a blanket and get my little, you know, my footsies on, my, yeah, my slippers. Yeah, I want to get cozy by the fire, you know, while you tell candles, a story. A couple candles. Candle, a couple yeah. candles. GK, can we snuggle a little bit? We could, but GK. I got to open the door. It's getting hot. It says, hey, guys, I'm a new listener, and I've listened to your latest podcast where you guys were talking about Valentine's Day. So at the end of that Feels segment, good, right, GK? Oh, give me that massage. <laughs> are we going to pay proper respect to this yes, lady? I'm we sorry. Are. Yes, we are. Okay. Yeah, read the email we got. Yes. So I'm going to begin from the beginning. Oh, thank God. Go ahead. So it says, hey, guys, I'm a new listener, and I listened to your latest podcast where you guys are talking about Valentine's Day. At the end of that segment, you asked listeners to reach out to you if we needed any advice on romance. Mm. So here it goes. Hey, I'm a 21-year-old female, and I have been sharing an apartment with two identical twin brothers, Matthew and Ryan, for the past two years. Matthew and I have been romantically involved for the last eight months, but on Valentine's Day, I felt he was a little distant to me. The morning started out nicely. He whispered, Happy Valentine's Day, honey, in my ear. He handed me a card. After that, he went to the kitchen to make breakfast for the three of us. I was hoping that we would have breakfast alone. Breakfast in bed, maybe. Yeah, that would be nice. But none of that, she says. Hey, now. After breakfast, he said he had to go. Yeah, about an hour or two later, I was walking past Ryan's room. I saw he was drying himself off after taking a shower. Says, Ryan's a pretty cool guy, and we're friends. I like the way he treats his dates, and I think I'd like to be with him. Okay. Says, I love Matthew, but I'm falling for Ryan, too. Good. They both of them. All right, all right, all right. Did you read this? Because it says, is it wrong to be involved with two brothers? No. What should I do? They both of them. Yeah, dump Duncan Matthew. He's a loser. And she needs to go. She needs to go with Ryan. And in worst case, she would get confused. Matt could wind up in bed. She would never know they're twins. Right. You're so young still. What are you doing wasting your time? Some guy leaves you there with his brother. He leaves for a couple of hours, comes home with Fair nothing. Fair game. Right, exactly. Fair so, game. Dude, that's an easy one. That's not even. I, didn't, I, I feel bad that she wastes her time emailing us. It's like leaving your lawnmower out in the front lawn for right. three days. Someone's going to steal it. I that's have a, a different opinion. And it's well, saying, uh, Chairman? Yeah. yeah, please, chairman of the board. First of all, I think it's it's uncommon, it's not uncommon to be attracted to more than one person at the same time. Okay, okay fine, I agree. But whether yeah. or not you act on those feelings would only affect you. It will also affect the two brothers. Yeah, what was this, 1974? She wants to date two guys. Dude, well, we're yeah, in right. 2021 now. There's right. no time to be messing around. Who right. cares? Dump this fool and go out with the brother. Yeah, that's, right. the end of that's the way it goes. So or she, I dump think both of them and move on. She wants, you know what? That's even better, GK. You're right. Get out of the house. No, that's not what she wants. Mm. Well, we're giving her real answers. Well, though. I'm giving her the right answer. It doesn't mm. matter what she wants. She emailed us, and we're giving her the advice. We are the love doctors. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to say, if you want to date Ryan, make sure both brothers understand what's going to happen here. Oh, they my won't. God. Understand it. Exactly. Guys what what era are nothing. you from? Oh, come oh, on boy. now. Hey, oh. call to action. Call to action. Call to action yeah. what? To our listening audience. All if right. you have a love question, need advice, or have a question about anything, send we'll us an email. Out. We'll give you the yeah. real advice. At Uncle Ted Shed. Cigarshed at gmail.com. No we may hole, read your email. No holes barred and no yes. pun intended. That's right. No holes barred. We will give you the honest answer. All right, Uncle Ted, it is that time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a two-drink minimum. Every lady's getting it for half price. Come on, come on. It is Uncle Ted's Comedy Club. He gives you a couple of jokes, and, of course, you are going to laugh. You're going to laugh, and then you're going to stand up, and you're going to applaud. All right, so Uncle Ted, it's all yours. Take it away. Hey, let's give it up for T. Isn't he great? Yeah. Yeah, and thank you so much. Thank you for such a warm welcome. And I call this segment, and that's how the fight started. Didn't we change that for 2021? Weren't we going to move on to something else? 
Not yet. Not yet. All right, fine. That's how the fight started. Fine. Yeah, so Billy asked his wife, Lisa, to buy a bottle of tequila. Instead, she bought a jar of cold cream. Billy mm-hmm. said, you know, honey, the tequila would make you look a whole lot better at night than that old cold cream. <laughs> wow! And that's how the fight started. The truth that hurts. That was yeah. good. That was good. Yeah. That, that is good. Uncle I, I like that, that one. Yeah. yeah, Billy was looking at his lottery ticket when Lucy says, if I win, I want a boob job and a facelift. Mm. Billy said, if I win, I'm going to get my old, beat-up 1990 Ford Taurus totally reconditioned. It works. New engine. Wow. New trans. A new mm. paint job. It's nice. Lucy mm. said, why bother fixing up that old thing? You could afford to get a new one. Billy said, that's my point exactly. (laughs) And that's how the fight started. (laughs) Well, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That is Uncle Ted's Comedy Club. And we really hope that you enjoyed yourself and come back for more. And remember, next week, it's the same thing. Two drink minimum, ladies get in for half price. And Uncle Ted will take that stage and try to make you laugh. So thank you very much for participating tonight in Uncle Ted's Comedy Club. Well, we really hope that you guys enjoyed yourselves here tonight inside episode 19 of Uncle Ted Shed. Hey, first things first, got to really thank Dr. Brad from TLC's My Feet Are Killing Me. Check it out. They are right now in the middle of uh, episode uh, season two, so uh, catch that. Uh, they have another six more episodes to go. So thank you very much, Dr. Brad. Uh, GK Money. I would thank I thank you that you showed up today with your knee. Uh, you know. I appreciate. It. I was biting at the bit to get back into the shed. Yeah, I good. really enjoyed myself. Good, good, good. And you know what? And it was nice to be back in the shed. Was, was uh, it? Yes, it was. You know, I want to tell T, uh, GK. Yeah. Stand on your feet and don't spend so much time in your behind falling down those stairs. So stay healthy. <laughs> I can't believe you flipped, man. I can't I believe. Know, oh yeah. my god, yeah. Uncle Ted, did you have a good time tonight? We had a great time. All right. What'd you like? What was your highlight tonight? Um, giving you the heat. Giving you. You know what? We're gonna. We're, <laughs> The high hat was his. Yeah, he, I know. He was yeah. liberant. When I shut this liberant. thing off, we're seriously going at it. I swear to God. <laughs> we're going to go at it. And that's how the fight started. All right, yeah. guys. Listen, if you liked any portion of uh, tonight's uh, episode 19, or if you didn't like it, please reach out to us again at Uncle Ted Cigar Shed at gmail.com. Instagram us at Uncle Ted Shed and tweet us at Uncle Ted Shed. And again, next week, prior to going on, we will be broadcasting our pre show uh, right there on Instagram. I'll tweet it out and I'll let you know exactly what time we're going live. So. If it's a Friday night, you know you're always hanging out at Cycle Town Shed. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. GK Money. Good night, America. Uncle Ted. Hey, good day, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time zone you're listening to us, we're glad you're part of our show. And we'll see you here next week for episode 20 of Uncle Ted Shed. Thanks very much for listening. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Half man, half motorcycle. If you missed a turn, there's always another turn. Take it to get back to the turn you missed. Use your turn signal. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Stop. 